Welcome back to Miami, everyone. We've had a little bit of a break while recording while we reevaluate some things about the show. I'm probably going to cut this out, future Josie, but I'm <laughs> saying it because I've gone completely feral. Um, oh, yeah. Feral GM time. I want some time to have passed. I know there was like a dinner with Wes in that week, but I think we've kind of missed the boat on that one. Uh, and everyone kind of burned through their faith really quickly, not really understanding the system yet. So I'm thinking like a week or two has passed because it makes sense that you all have been laying low somewhat after a very violent incident in a church with yeah. a very prominent authority figure. I know that when I get into a gunfight in a church, I try to I try to stay <laughs> at home for like a week afterwards. Right. And I trust your experience with that particular situation. Thank you. And, you know, Ace and Iris still need to process <laughs> some things. Yeah, that's valid. And Julia got fucking shot. And she does have demon healing, but it still takes a little bit to heal. But all of you are getting all your faith back because you're just taking some time to center yourself and clearing all your harm because it's been a little bit. I do want to ask each of you how you all spend this time. How do you lay low? Do you lay low? Do you just try to carry on about your life as usual? Uh, let's hit up Fabby with that question first. Mm -hmm. I think it's a combination of carrying on your uh, your life as usual, try to make it seem like nothing's uh, strange, and since Ace and Iris are needing time, I'm probably reaching out to, uh, what's her name, Taylor? Yeah, it was Jordan, yeah. Jordan, yeah. I'm reaching out to Jordan, probably, we probably have had dinner or something a couple times, coffee. Aw, yay. Yeah. And, are, and are well, like, who knows what's gonna happen here? But we're demons. We we're we're talking. We're enjoying each other's company. Eh. Mm -hmm. You're not uh, trying to make it a thing. Just kind of seeing where things go. Yeah, I think I think Luz really likes companionship, and mm -hmm. the people that she had kind of wanted a more stable companionship want space. So she's. Uh, she probably, like, let them know, of like, hey, just until I'm gonna be hanging out with a friend, I don't know what it'll be, but just hang out. Uh, and something like that, and, like, if something happens, like, they probably made out? I would say they probably made out knowing my girl. Uh-huh, um, yeah. But, like, there's <laughs> no, there's no name, they're just like, oh, you wanna hang out? Yeah. I don't know if Jordan's like, ah, oh, we're dating, this is my girlfriend. I, I don't think they've had that conversation, so that's up to you, but it's just when I'm more, like, chilling. I don't think she's asserted that, but it's clear that she gets attached pretty easily, um, and, like she said, there was kind of some unrequited feelings mm -hmm. going around in the before times so she's mm -hmm. kind of riding that high a little bit and I'm sure it's invigorating to lose for a little bit to have someone who matches her energy in this yeah, sort I think of that, that situation is, is a really appealing to her yay let's go down to Remy 
How is Remy spending the next week or two? Uh, I think Remy is going back to their kind of routine, you know, waking up early, um, doing their weird jobs around the place, like, I'll drive a thing from here to there, I'll pick up a stuff over here, and I'll do, like, odd jobs around the place, um, but there's, there's a, there's a kind of, like, anxiousness underlying all of it, because they you know, are trying to lie low, and it's just like, are repercussions gonna come? Is another shard gonna appear somewhere? Like, is is Zabadin gonna make another move, or is Father John gonna do something? Like, they're just kind of nervously waiting for something to happen, so they don't quite settle into ease, even though everything they're doing is like, yeah, I've done this like a thousand times, and I could probably do it another thousand. Is Remy good at keeping that bottled up, or does Jade notice? I think Jade notices because, like, I think Remy goes, like I've said, you know, Remy goes for these walks, but I think their walks have been getting longer and they've just been going further because whether they realize it or not, um, they're kind of walking around and just hoping they'll, I don't know, that their spidey sense will tingle or something and they'll be like, oh, a shard, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, I think a couple of times uh you know jade has been or or remy has been out when when jade has been like hey i'm sorry to drop this on you last second but like can you watch isaiah for a bit i have to like go to somewhere for a couple of hours and i don't want him to be by himself um mm -hmm. and remy is just not there for that Oof. okay Mina, how is Julia handling the intervening time? Well, she did get shot, and she has to recover at least a little bit. So I think there's gotta be a weirdly a brief time off work, and she has to explain to her family why there is that time off work, and probably has... does not explain with the truth, but she does have unspecified injury and is probably fussed over at least a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> How does Julia feel about her family trying to fuss over her <laughs> and her having to keep that distance there? I think the fussing is familiar and fine. It's the, uh, the fact that she has been literally shot, which is not something that uh, her family would be chill about. <laughs> that is something she's struggling with. <laughs> so, after a little bit of time, it's coming up on time for one of the semi-annual music festivals on Miami. I'm going to take that line a fucking again, uh, <laughs> because I just want to delete that whole section. Uh, That's fair, but Miami Beach does sound like a demonic Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Miami Beach. So one thing is that it's coming time for one of the semi-annual music festivals in Miami Beach. I almost said Miami Beach again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep feeding great. material into the bo blooper reel. That, and I almost called it the booper reel. Can I talk the today? The booper reel! That's really cute. Boop. That's boop. really cute. Boop. 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 We boop. have booped you. You have been booped, listener. And 
it is a music festival, but there's other stuff too. There's a little bit of carnival stuff. There's a sandcastle competition or exhibition. It's a competition, but it's not competitive. It's mostly mm-hmm. just for artists with way too much time on their hands to construct huge, elaborate things like sandcastles you can walk on and stuff because it's so densely packed. They've probably been at it for a while before the festival, and who knows how long they're going to last. Notably, <laughs> Julia, uh, Dead Beaches is not in the music festival. One, they're not quite big enough. Two, it's probably that name. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the music festival is like, probably like, this is a family friendly event, you know. And probably better known acts, to be honest, like not like local acts. Yeah, like, it is a little bit indie. Like, it's not like super big names or anything. But it's definitely not. We're inviting local punk bands to make a mosh pit on the beach. It's definitely not that. <laughs> I wish it was that. It's not bad music, but it's inoffensive music. But it's a fun day. There's there's also all kinds of stores and restaurants and other things with booths to like show off their wares and stuff like that. Lots of independent people will, will will basically make kind of an artist alley, but a lot of them are like the older Miami women with various inoffensive landscape and sea paintings and stuff like that. Remy knows that Jade and Isaiah like to go. He likes to go through the carnival parts and see the sandcastles. <laughs> he... Never, he never wins any of the carnival games, but he really likes to throw those rings real hard. And I think Jade offers for you to come with them because she's noticed that you're kind of off and need to unwind. Yep. And I think Remy, you know, feels bad for not having been there for for the last little bit, um, or at least always, yeah, being often distracted. And so, <laughs> one of their torments is letting other people down, don't worry about it. Um, but yes, agrees to go, so <laughs> that sounds like a good time, a fun time, and yeah. Sand- sandcastles are fun. Yeah. And the day of, Luz, you're gonna get a text, and I forget if numbers were shared all the way around, but This text is going to be shared with the two of you as well from Jordan saying, Hey, babe, this is weird, but I guess it makes it easy. And she sent a picture of a huge ornate sandcastle with bits of glass and tile in it so that it kind of has like an actual facade at points and it kind of catches the light. Mm -hmm. The problem is... One of, like, the centerpieces up near the top is a perfectly triangular piece that is very clearly a shard of Babel to people who have seen one before. Oh. To everyone else, it probably just looks really pretty. And it is high up, but she is zoomed in on it. And she follows up with, I think we need to figure out a way to get this. Emma's already 
dragging me to the festival today so we can scope things out. Yeah, I'll meet you there, babe. Good good catch. Uh, also, for the record, she calls everyone, babe. She, she calls anyone, babe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you there, babe. Good catch. It's a date. She sends back a bunch of hearts. Mm-hmm. All of you are seeing this. This was like in the group chat, right? <laughs> you know what? Good. Sure, it was I, in the group chat. Yes, good. I yes. It's just a big group chat for just all of the demons who go to brunch. Mm-hmm. Demons who brunch. <laughs> Extremely good. Do the other two of you have thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I, I think you know. Remy's like, well, I'm I'm also going to be there with some neighbors um but I'll definitely make a moment to go and check that out cause yeah we gotta do something about that oh my goodness <laughs> and I think they, they mean to do the like you know the, the, the emoji that is like the little sad face with the bead of sweat like yikes but instead just does the sweat drops and it's like that's not what you meant Remy that's not <laughs> what that is <laughs> So I'm going to ask you for something that I forgot to ask for last time, and that's your load, because I want to know if you're taking anything, if you're preparing for something, or if you're just preparing to walk around the festival and scope out the situation and maybe go for the shard at a later date. <laughs> I think Remy's going to go light. Mm-hmm. Because cause first, first things first is... I'm having a fun afternoon with with my neighbors, and I don't want to. I don't want to freak them out because <laughs> Jade knows, and so I don't want her to be all concerned. Can I have a medium load, but in the sense of somebody who wants to be prepared with like so many sandwiches and waters, like that's what it looks like. <laughs> oh my god! And yes. then a backpack. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Yeah, I I think I'm going light load as well. Like like a small tote bag. There's a there's a couple things there, but it's not not ridiculously so. She she's gonna go there to hang out, have fun, and scope out. If the moment presents itself, sure. But if not, we can always go there when there's less people around. Fingers crossed. Perfect. Haha, the mid-roll is back in the middle. As I said, I have gone full feral running this podcast, so sometimes the mid-roll will actually be in the middle, sometimes it'll be at the beginning, and sometimes some other third place I haven't thought of yet. Really just depends on what's most dramatic and how much I have to say. Also, get hype! There's gonna be Demon Love and Hellfire merch soon. I'm really bad at chilling, but there's gonna be merch soon, and I'm excited about it. It's coming out on November 8th, and there's going to be stickers and t-shirts and a bunch of other stuff. It's mostly going to be the rainbow pride flag pentagram that is our logo, but it's also going to come in a bunch of other pride flag colors, so choose whichever flavor of sexy damnation works for you. I'm really excited that it's finally happening. I designed all the logos and graphics for Love and Hellfire, and I worked really hard on them, despite how simple they are. And big thanks to Kim and Ree for handling actually getting the store set up. You'll be able to find the link to our store on our website at clevercorvids.net. While you're there, check out our Magpies and City That Never Dies merch. 
Speaking of City That Never Dies, the other show on Clever Corvids, it just had its season one finale. There's going to be a small hiatus before the start of season two, so now is a great time to catch up on that show if you haven't yet. The hiatus will last till sometime in November, I forget, and in the meantime there will be a cast Q&A episode which will be Patreon exclusive for a month and then become free. Love and Hellfire isn't taking a break, the last one was too long and we're not even done with season one yet. On that note of the Patreon, I've been wanting to do some sort of thing for Love and Hellfire or the cast to put on there, but I'm kind of drawing a blank for stuff that we aren't already doing with CTND. Tweet at us at love underscore hellfire if you have ideas of what you'd like to see. Here's Kim with this month's featured charity. The Sunrise Movement is a nationwide youth-led organization that advocates for climate justice. Through phone banking, protesting, and educating, they aim to urge people to treat climate change solutions as a priority. They are avid champions for the Green New Deal, fighting against fascism, and pressuring leaders at the local and federal level to endorse climate justice legislation. Volunteer hubs are also made accessible by holding both in-person and virtual organizing activities, and there is no pressure made in regards to how much or how little of your time you can commit to the cause. If you are under the age of 35 and would like to join, visit sunrisemovement.org slash take hyphen action. And if you are over the age limit, check out their sister organization, Arm and Arm for Climate. To donate, visit sunrisemovement.org slash donate. Now back to the show. I'll ask this. Who is going together and who is going separate? Because Remy is going with Jade and Isaiah, right? You you all can meet up if you want, but I just want to know what groups people are in as we kind of describe our festival days. Like if Luz is going to be with Jordan and probably Emma or not, or with the group. And if Julie is trying to pull a group together yeah, I think we can all meet up there or on the way, but Remy is otherwise arriving with Jade and Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Luz is meeting up with Jordan. I don't know if Jordan's picking her up or they're taking they're taking uh, a lift there or a bus there or something. And then if there's other people there, yeah, sure. I think that because it's demon stuff that's happening, I don't think that Julia invites. Like, just normal humans. It is a fun music festival, but it has the possibility of going really sour, so I think she is just kind of meeting up with the people who are coming. So, for the first part of the day, because it's going to go into the evening, I kind of just want to see what y'all do around the festival. Finding the shard is not difficult. It's on a big sandcastle (laughs) in the big sandcastle portion of the festival. Not all of them are castles. Some of them are like characters or scenes. There's a there's a giant Peter Griffin, like perfectly <laughs> rounded off sand oh, no. statue. I don't know why, but Chris specifically <sighs> requested it and I'm putting that on air. Did I? I think so. I called it out. I mentioned it when we talked. I didn't request it. I wanna be clear. I mentioned <laughs> it. I I mean, I put that in my notes because <laughs> right. you brought that up for some reason, I so sure it's in there. <laughs> it's a hundred percent in there. Let's start with Remy. Sure. How 
how do you spend your time with Jade and Isaiah? Because Isaiah wants to see the sandcastles and play some carnival games. You know, there's it, the the carnival games being massive money wasters. Um, so I think, you know, Isaiah is like insistent on doing them and Revy is just like kneeling right next to him. I imagine he's, he's like lined up at the, you know, the one where you have like the water gun, you have to shoot the target and then your little racer goes against like four other people and then you win a giant stuffed animal. Um, I think Isaiah is doing that and Remy's just sort of like crouching down next to him, sort of like giving him like coaching tips being like, okay, so you just, you're going to want to aim a little bit higher than where the target <laughs> is because as the water goes far, it's going to start to drop. So if you aim just for the target, it's not going to, it's going to be too low. Okay. Right. It's, it's, it's like doing their best to not like just move the thing for him it's like okay he could he could do it he could win or fail on his own but i just want him to have fun look at him he's just a little guy oh i think jade's like do i need to worry about his aim getting better because when he flings stuff off his fork it usually misses i mean it's good to um develop fine motor skills <laughs> Remy, you don't need to justify it. I was just teasing you. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> I wasn't sure how serious you were about that, but, it, you know, just think about it. He'll, you know, maybe win the... the what is that, a Pokemon? That's a Pokemon, right? Is pointing at what is clearly a Pikachu, but Remy is just like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, it looks off-brand, but yeah? Yeah, I, I imagine that'll get That's you a, a couple of days. Us. Pikachu. What is that even? I'm trying to picture what that looks like, and it's upsetting to me. You know, it's like a Pikachu, but with the helmet, with the yeah. You people know what I mean. Remy is just pointing at each. Remy is pointing (laughs) at any and all of these things, being like, "Is that from Fortnite? Are these from Fortnite? Which of these is a Minecraft? What are?" (laughs) 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 Well, you know, like says Jade. To Jade, like I, I imagine if he gets one, that'll get you a couple of days of him not asking for other stuff and i mean that's that's gotta be nice a bit of reprieve i mean that's true and i know that's a minecraft i don't entirely understand what Fortnite is oh you and me both and just the two of them like staring at all these things like what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) it's been a minute since i heard you laugh yeah, sorry, sorry, I haven't been around a lot. Um, work's been kind of busy, and also, uh, you know, just a lot of weirdness on my mind, and, and they kind of, like, turn their head towards where the sandcastles are. Just, like, seeing... Is is the one with the shard... You said it was, like, a tower. Is, is it, like, taller than the others? Like, can you see it from other parts of the festival? Yeah, I think you're close enough to see it. <laughs> Yeah, so just kind of looks at that and is, is you know, making a concerned face after having just been having fun and mm-hmm. then tries to snap out of it. But, you know, I I don't want to get the two of you wrapped up in that last time. Oh, things went really badly. So I really, really hope um, we can keep things under more control today. Oh. I don't you lift what happened um uh, uh, hold, hold on baby baby hey uh, l- little more right don't hit the poor guy okay cool 
um, sort of looking around, and it's very crowded here. It's like, uh, I can, I can tell you later. I just, um, when I say bad, I, I do mean that. So, just would rather that not accidentally getting out. You know. You didn't tell Jade a damn thing about the church thing, right? Or no. did you? No, I did okay. not. So I think she's just like, well, today's the day to enjoy the festival. We can talk about that tomorrow or something. That sounds very good. Probably the conversation is broken by like the bell going off on the game because someone won. And I think Isaiah looks up at both of you pleadingly and Jade's like, okay, one more time, one more time. (laughs) The other two of you kind of pair off with Emma and Jordan. It seems like Julia at this festival means fucking business. She (laughs) is here for a day of recon and festival going with plenty of (laughs) snacks. (laughs) I think Jordan goes through a few of them quickly because she's like, ooh, free food. Emma kind of tries to take charge a little bit and is kind of standing in front of the sandcastle looking like she's appreciating it like classic art appreciation post she doesn't know anything about art but she's like thinking really hard okay how do we do this i don't know i'm not into, huge into uh family guy but you seem to be into it no not that one the obvious one. Oh, oh it is a shame, though, that this person has cursed me with knowledge of what that what that character is. Can I add a very obnoxious detail to the Peter Griffin sculpture? Yes. They've embedded, like, speakers in it, so every now and then just like... <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's the worst. I love it. Congratulations. <laughs> we have made the worst sand sculpture. <laughs> There. You said there was one that was like a scene. I really want there to be one where it's, that it's just like, this is the corner of a Hieronymus Bosch painting. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just chaos. It's just mayhem. I, yes, 100%. I'm down with that. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Jordan is like, Emma, you really gotta lighten up. Uh, Luz, we, we should do something. We should go see, we should go see one of the bands or something. Sure. It doesn't, it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. Yeah, no, we we shouldn't try to steal something while this place is surrounded by people. So, yes, uh, I think she grabs her hand. Let's go see a band. I am not familiar with any of these. Hooray, me neither. Hell yeah. Ooh, let's, let's get a churro. So... They're going to go off and do their own thing unless Julia wants to talk to Luz about something. I think it's fine if they do that. I think Emma looks back at Julia. What do you think? About the Peter Griffin sculpture? No. (laughs) (laughs) How are we going to get that without getting caught? I admit stealth is not my strong suit, nor is there an abundance of plant life. We can make a distraction. What sort of distraction? 
I could see if there's anybody I know here and see if they're willing to do something fun and chaotic. I suppose. But something to catch the attention of so many people? <laughs> My first thought is drum circle time. <laughs> Trying to think of things people get drawn to at beaches. <laughs> I'm sure we can figure something out. Still be a hippie? Hmm? I said, is Julia a hippie? No, Julia... The drum circle thing was me thinking about things that people get distracted by <laughs> at beaches. When that starts up at the beach here, people are drawn to it. <laughs> I suppose so. Feel free to enjoy the festival, Agron. I am... Slow on the uptake, Jordan says. Well, I hope you have fun. She just thinks for a second and nods. So what is Julia gonna do? So you did mention that while it's not the most local of bands, it is still kind of indie music scene. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned this because I do have uh, <clears throat> that influence. I could see if I know people and try to gather them. I think they would be... I could gather people who could be helpful. Ooh, okay. Give me a roll and I'll think about how that can manifest. This could be human name, controlled standard. Four. Four. Okay. So, Julia planning ahead, tries to find some people she knows among the bands and the roadies and the people setting up the actual music of the music festival. One thing you do notice as you're making your way around is that one of the stages was briefly taken over for a PR appearance for the soon-to-be incumbent Miami, Rebecca Greer. And you can see... Wes in the crowd and he's probably making political connect connections and she's pledging for more arts funding basically and kind of making a PR situation with that she's dressed to enjoy the festival herself and this is just a brief side trip from that but as you go off past that stage towards the actual musicians Let's jump over to Fabby and, sorry, I was about to say Fabby and Jordan, but it's Luz and Jordan. How does, what, what, what sort of music do you all seek out? What do you all do to have fun at this festival? I don't know. I think she's letting Jordan take, uh, take the lead here. Uh, she's kind of just enjoying things as they go. Uh, maybe got some snacks, uh, some, uh, festival food. But I think if Jordan's not being like, oh, here or there, I think she'd probably, like, uh, steer them towards maybe, like, a DJ or something. Uh, or, or something less... Oh, because the, the live music is good. But I'm like, oh, maybe there's just this DJ over here. We'll, we'll go listen to them mix or something. Mm-hmm. Unless Jordan had something in particular. Yeah, I don't think Jordan had anything yeah. in particular. 
then yeah, she's gonna she's gonna be like, oh come on, dance with me, and like take her where the DJs are or the DJ is. Yeah, and I think she's perfectly willing to dance. It's not crazy or anything, <laughs> just sort of bopping. Yeah. She's like, they never had music like this back then. I like this a lot more. I mean, I think all music has its uh, purpose. But yeah, I don't know if uh, if uh, what's considered now classical music uh, is as much fun to dance to as this. Uh, and she like gets closer and like maybe hits her with her hip. <laughs> and I think she hits back. Uh, Luz uh, pretends to be hit a lot, like jumps a little bit. <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> you are a dork. I am. And that's why you like hanging out with me. She boops her nose. <laughs> you know, I think I, I, I like this whole being human thing a little bit better. It means I get to hang out with you and enjoy way better music. Yeah! Like... Yeah, I don't know. I think... Being human is good, the same as being a demon's good, and we get both. Like the great poet Miley Cyrus said, the best of both worlds. And I think... uh, uh, I, I think that's good. I think <laughs> she, she kind of snorts laughs at the Miley Cyrus <laughs> reference. And I think you all, you two just have a good time doing that and being gay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I'm sure things will go terrible later, but for now, it's great. Yeah. Remy. What are you and Jade and Isaiah doing after playing a bunch of carnival games? I think that uh, Remy suggests that maybe Isaiah has spent uh, enough uh, carnival tokens and coins or whatever on, you know, like keychains or whatever. And like, maybe we can go and see the sandcastles because Remy also wants to get eyes on (laughs) the tower with this shard, the castle with this shard. Yeah, so you start wandering over there. You do catch something worrisome out of the corner of your eye. Uh, One of the outdoor tables set along more of the uh, walkway or boardwalk portion is a small family, uh, a mother and her child and the father, a.k.a. Father John. Demon, Love and Hellfire is a Clever Corvids production. Find the show on Twitter at love underscore hellfire and follow at clever underscore corvids on Twitter for updates on the network and city that never dies. We also have a website, clevercorvids.net. Don't forget to support the Clever Corvids Patreon. It supports all our shows and you get some extra goodies each month if you do. I have a few more shows planned, so if we can get enough patrons to afford them, we can keep expanding our network. Luz, a.k.a. Penumbra, is played by Fabi Garza. Fabi is a Mexican-American queer trans woman 
and you can find her voice in other actual play podcasts such as Eidolon Playtest, Moon Harbor Heroes, and Don't Cast, Don't Tell. You can find her and all of her work at Fabby underscore Garza on Twitter. Remy, aka Ore, is played by Chris Allison. Chris is black, ace, and tired. You can also hear them having anti-capitalist gay space adventures in the podcast Breathing Space, Fading Frontier. You can also find them on Twitter at KNAliso, where they frequently retweet other people and sometimes draw swords. Julia, aka Agron, is played by Minna Riley. Minna is an Arrow Ace Florida woman who doesn't do anything wild enough to end up in a headline. You can, however, hear her elsewhere on Clever Corvids in The City That Never Dies. You can also find her on Twitter at Mina Minar, where she is almost certainly talking about fanfiction. The GM is Josie S. Josie is a literal, actual dragon and a thirsty trans lesbian. Hear her elsewhere on Clever Corvids in The City That Never Dies, or guesting on a bunch of other podcasts like Moon Harbor. You can find her on Twitter at Dragon Girl Josie, where she is extremely gay all the time. All music on the show is from Pixabay, used under their license, unless otherwise noted. Pixabay's license grants the irrevocable, worldwide, non-exclusive, and royalty-free right to use, download, copy, modify, or adapt their content for commercial or non-commercial purposes. Attribution of the artist is not required, but we have a page on our website, clevercorvids.net, to credit the artist anyway. Thank you for listening!